0: This is episode 62 of the Rise Up podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode. And find out more about our show at familylife.org.
1: Of course we're happy. You're here. Why wouldn't we be? Thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life.
0: You'll hear this sometime,
2: April Fools. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> so what does the Bible have to say about fools? Hmm, that's an interesting huh. thing. A lot of foolish things have been sure. done yeah. in the Bible, but there's a difference between foolish things
1: and being a fool
0: there's a fair few fools we yeah. could we could go to <laughs> say that again a fair few fools Whoa, wow, that's, cool. that's yeah. pretty good <laughs> the word of God I think one of them is my favorite is fun because it's a story kids love but adults are like huh well it's because it has a talking animal so kids always like talking animals the prophet Balaam he wasn't a false prophet he was one of God's prophets in the Old Testament but he boy was he a fool not a false prophet but a foolish one He was hired by an enemy of God's people to curse Israel. And this prophet of God said, well, I don't know. I can't make any guarantees, but if the price is right, so obviously, bad idea. If you're one of the people who should speak for God, you probably don't want to take a job to curse God's people. But Balaam went ahead and did it anyways. To try to get the point across to him, God had his donkey speak to Balaam. Most of us at this point would be like, whoa. Talking donkey. Right. Let's notice this. Hmm. Balaam gets in an argument with the donkey instead. So that's the part where you're thinking as an adult, didn't this guy, this is just, but kids are like, the animal's talking, a talking donkey. The rest of the way the story goes on, Balaam tries to use his knowledge of God for selfish gain. And God does not obviously take kindly to that. I'm thinking, wow, how foolish would you have to be to take a relationship with God for granted and to choose selfishness instead? Oh, and like you do when you look at foolish people in the Bible, you see, uh, have I done that before? Taking a relationship uh, with God for granted? Yeah, as they say sometimes there, but for the grace of God, go I. So want to learn from Balaam's example. And if any animals are going to talk to me, really stop and take notice. What am I really hearing here? (laughs) What does God want to
3: show me? Hmm. As I went to the Bible to learn about foolishness, what I saw was... A mirror, uh, because mm. sometimes, especially when I get online on social media, I am deeply tempted to be a fool, mm. and maybe you are too. Does this ever happen to you? You see something online, and you're enraged immediately. You feel all these feels. Right. A fool believes everything they read. Proverbs fourteen fifteen says, "The simple believes everything." um can't believe everything you read especially on social media. <laughs> yeah. So when you read something that makes you feel all the feels, a good thing to do is stop and say, "Okay, what is true?" And then when you have all the feels, you say something to someone that you probably shouldn't. You start picking fights with people, and the next thing you know, people you don't even know, you've never even met, you're having words with on the internet. A fool's lips walk into a fight, and his mouth invites a beating, as wow. Proverb eighteen six. Zip it, lock it, put it in your pocket when it comes to the <laughs> Internet, all right? And how about this? You're spewing off all the things that you think and feel and believe and know to be true in your own mind, but you're not hearing anything the other person is saying. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only and expressing his opinion. That's in Proverbs 18.2. If you love to talk, but you hate to listen, you are foolish. The internet can be a wonderful place to connect with people, and social media can be a great place to unify and build community. But boy, it's also a big temptation trap for fools, people who love to pick fights and spew off and not listen to what other people have to say. And so just. Check yourself as you go online. Make sure your heart is in the right place and that you're not being a total and complete <laughs>
2: fool. Well, it's interesting because I was so excited about this as far as finding out what the Bible actually says about fools. Because we always say, oh, I got an April Fool's joke. And right. it's like, you shouldn't do that. And that right, kind of right, right. And now there's a difference in so many things in the Bible between what you just talked about, Therese, being foolish. I think we all have done foolish things, but just because we're foolish doesn't necessarily mean we're a fool. It's what we did. It's not who we are. Okay. Okay? So as I dug into the Bible a little bit just to see several different biblical definitions, but the basic one that I got is someone who disregards God's word. Mm. Doesn't mean they haven't done foolish things, but they continue, continue, Mm. continue to do foolish things. And I like the contrast because I think we're all I think we're all in this boat we're all multi layered people we uh have so many different parts of us, and some parts are yeah foolish uh but are we a fool? I like to contrast Zacchaeus. I always like Zacchaeus, he's a little guy, you know he goes up in a tree yes. that's yeah. fun, yeah. you know <laughs> now he was a you know, a tax collector, and he was a bad, you know, he's a bad guy. Hmm. So, he, you know, he stole money from people and all that kind of stuff. And you compare him to the rich young ruler. In, In Luke chapter 18, you read about it, but here we go. You have Zacchaeus, who was this bad guy, but then God touches his heart, and Zacchaeus changes his ways. So, yes, maybe at one point he did foolish things, but he didn't disregard God's word. He then not only Gave the money back, but even more so. he yeah. he gave back and back and back, and whereas the rich young ruler continues to be self-righteous, and that's the difference, you know, continuing to do foolish things and disregarding God's word. So to me, there's a huge difference from what I found between someone who does something foolish and a fool. A fool continues to uh, do those things and disregard. God's word. And you can read more about that in Malachi uh, chapter six. Hmm. Malachi only has four chapters. I oh, oh, just did he see did what it. I did oh, there. you have so the he heard pastors do that before, right? <laughs> so so yeah. Okay. Sometimes. I'm watching you. Yeah, I can do that. That was a foolish thing, but I'm not a fool.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: just do it once. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: just gonna do that once, never again.
1: Feel free to stick around a while. We love it when you're here. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. It's something that you do
0: every day. It's easy to lose the original purpose, like to take it for granted and to forget what it was really there for originally. This is my relationship with breakfast cereal. Maybe for a lot of us, because going back to the origins of breakfast cereal mm-hmm. in the 1870s, okay, this man named John Jackson introduced twice-baked flour pebbles. <laughs> To the United States. And these, these pebbles, let me tell you, were so tough. His mom said, look, John, this isn't going to work. Like People are going to have to like soak these in something to be able to even eat them. Okay. So he tried soaking them in milk. Huh. And then all of a sudden, they got a little bit softer and slightly palatable, those uh-huh. twice-baked flour pebbles, and people could finally start to choke them down. <laughs> I say <laughs> this- <laughs> like grape right nuts. It's, <laughs> yeah, right. it's, it's kind it's of like grape nuts. Yeah, it reminds To this, right. very, <laughs> yep, to this yep. very day. Uh-huh. And I say <laughs> this because here at long last, I'm realizing I had the whole purpose of milking my cereal wrong. As a kid- I thought that cereal had to be like this extra super sweet candy stuff in order to convince me to choke down some good for me milk. Mm -hmm. Uh When here all along, it was really the other relationship was going on. The milk was supposed to make the cereal somewhat soggy, somewhat palatable because, you know, nobody's. Cuckoo for twice-baked (laughs) flower pebbles.
1: (laughs) Facing a whole new day is a lot easier when you remember that God is in charge. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life.
3: Well, you've said it and you've probably sung it, but do you know what it means? Hmm. The phrase... Hallelujah.
2: Hmm. Hallelujah. I think I'd fail this test probably.
3: I would have too. So in the original Hebrew, Mm -hmm. you would find this phrase at the end of a psalm. Hallel, praise, Yahweh, Mm. God. Hallelujah. Yahweh oh. Oh. became Hallelujah. Hallelu- wow. So wow. praise God, and now you know a little bit more about the Bible. I yeah. love that. Hallelujah to that, Hallelujah. right? Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah God.
1: Thanks for making us part of your morning routine. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life.
3: I don't think I've ever been in a teacher's lounge. Have you ever been oh, into the teacher's I, lounge? I've been
0: in the teacher's lounge. Yeah, I've, Pretty
3: cool. I, I've mm-hmm. often wondered what exactly goes on in there. Like, <laughs> what what kind of secret sleuthy stuff are they mm. up to? And then I saw a teacher who went viral online sharing some teacher code. Ooh, there are code words that a teacher might use to talk about your child's. has maybe a slightly different meaning. Like my mother may have seen on a report card or two, Your child is very social, which basically means your child won't stop talking to everyone else. Their excitement in the classroom is contagious. Oh, boy. That means they're getting everybody else in on their shenanigans. And then there's the distinction of the natural born leader. Mm. That is a polite way of saying your kid kind of bossy. So now I know what they do in the teacher's lounge. They make up teacher code. Yeah.
1: They're morning people because they love mornings and people. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life.
2: We can learn a lot from people in history. Uh, take Abraham Lincoln, or, sure. or you know, do something else like in sports, yeah. like Michael Jordan. You think of the best of the best. What we can learn from them is not their success and what they're well known for. What we can learn from them is that you can read over and over again. The more successful people are, the people who have failed the most. Huh. Abraham Lincoln didn't get. Ele- I mean, he didn't win elections so many times in a row. Mm-hmm. Kept on going. Michael Jordan missed so many shots, didn't even make his high school basketball team when he was uh, there uh, in in ninth and 10th grade. So anyway, we can learn by keep going. So we can learn, even though we tend to laugh when we go to the newly opened Museum of Failure.
3: Mm. Oh, right. Oh, there is a museum of
2: failure you can now go to. Consider some of the things in there. It's about 150 items. How about since it's National Pencil Day? Do you remember in 2011 the Bic for her pens? Oh,
3: They're really the same pen. Move. They just
2: had glitter and a higher
3: price tag. That was a bad but, move. Yeah, That's a pass. Yeah, you don't yeah. have that. Or I need a glitter pen.
2: Don't ever forget the Rejuvenate Electric Facial mask. That didn't work either.
3: Yeah, that's that's not. I'm still feeling the burn. Yeah, right. Right. So. (laughs) So,
2: yeah. So maybe they tried those things and they failed. But Mm -hmm. I'll get I'll bet that those people got things. Even here's another one that is in the failure museum is the Segway scooter.
0: Oh, segue. that did pretty well did in that, that movie. Not,
2: is yeah. that not the a thing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the mall cop the, the guy, guy. <laughs> worked for him. So. Sorta, so. sorta. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> Keep going.
1: It's Steve, Therese, and Tim helping you to rise up on family life. A friend you can turn to.
0: Unfriend seems like one of those words like added to the dictionary relatively recently. You know, mm-hmm. social harsh, networks right. unfriend, remove somebody from your friends list. Not so first time this word was ever used blew my mind 16 1659 wow the first time somebody got unfriended tom or Thomas, was writing. Wait, probably, is he the
3: guy from probably, MySpace? No, <laughs> yeah,
0: his friend Tom, right, yeah. He goes way back. Uh-huh. Yeah, he started with a carrier pigeon at first he was uh-huh. writing to John. <laughs> Disagreement they had. I hope, sir, that we are not mutually unfriended by this difference which hath happened betwixt us. Betwixt. 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 I mean, it happened to yeah. betwixt them, so you can mm. see how unfriending could have happened. <laughs> but here's what really got me. This was about the church. These were two Christians. It was about a Christian book they disagreed over. Why am
3: I not surprised? And They were, yeah,
0: threatening to unfriend one another. Here's what I really love, though, the happy ending to this. Here's what else, again, maybe by Carrier Pigeon that Tom said, I conceive our time, pains, and parts may be better expended to God's glory and the church's good than in these needless contentions. Mm. So let's put it in 21st century speak. Mm. Hey, let's put our disagreements away and, like, work for God together together. Right. Instead of getting stuck on unfriending each other over our disagreements, yeah, we'd do better when we're working together for God. I
1: didn't even know the
2: Twix candy bar was around back
0: then. <laughs> uh... Still a two-pack.
1: We hope the rest of your day is just as much fun as this. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life.